in order to get the principle of a network across, I have to convey to you an idea which is extremely simple, but which is difficult to grasp only because we're not used to it. We are used to thinking as uh, Westerners, as having a certain kind of language, and therefore a certain kind of logic that goes with it. We're used to thinking of the world in terms of the game of billiards. In other words, we are still thinking about our psychology, our bodies, and their relationship to the outside world in terms of what would scientifically be called Newtonian mechanics. Live with Stephen Elgin and Craig Kohler. This is Hoosier Sophisticated Radio, everybody. Presented by Mycelio Media. Let's chill, St. Louis. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's oh, me. it feels like home. It does. I miss you guys every time I'm at that stupid soccer field, at a stupid soccer park with stupid Scott Gallagher. Listen, I've always had a, an issue. Does he Scott smash Gallagher. watermelons? Yeah, no, that's uh, Meredith Hopping. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what? Her we have won. like a joke about each comedian guest yeah, I know, so far. But... I think Angela was uh, the snaps. What, she, yeah, you were yeah, Pearl yeah, Snaps. Pearl she snaps. named me Pearl Snaps. But that was a joke on you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the reason I'm not here for the first hour is uh, my son started a Scott Gallagher spring program is what they called it. And I just expected more. I just expected a little bit of – if I could go out there and be a second set of eyes for this guy, listen to me. And just tell these kids, hey, when you're bunching up and everybody's playing pack ball You got to give an there, outlet. You got to give an outlet. Give an outlet. They're making back passes that are just – just if I would have if, – if any of us at CBC would have made this pass – it's like that's cute. You'll never, you'll never see the field again. And like, <laughs> just straight, straight fifty-fifty balls. They're playing. At, you mean to tell straight. me that they had a higher standard for play at CBC than they did for ten-year-olds at, at Scott Gallagher? Exactly. Okay. And, well, half of our team was Gallagher kids. So I just Gallagher is the premier team in St. Louis, and oh man, we're, we're we're the most money and we're the best. And it's I made the mistake of believing in Scott Gallagher. <laughs> That's on me. It was, it was so. I'm sorry, Scott Gallagher. It's all on me. Um, and which is funny because I roasted him on Facebook. I'm like, this is glorified babysitting. Like, a little girl got blasted in the back of the head because her field is behind the nine year old boy's field. And I'm like, this is just stupid. They're packing them in this joint. Packing them in this. See, joint. I would have lost my mind laughing. I would have had to pull up my phone, pretend I didn't see, it, and I'm laughing at my phone or something. Yeah, I, I would lose it. Well, I, I mean, it's bro, a soccer ball. The kid's gonna be fine. Yeah, it was, but it made me mad. <laughs> I was real mad, and uh, oh, so I was like, if I was that dad, oh, I'd be, I'd be oh, livid. Go ahead. We we just talk about the the cost that it is to just. I, I'm not this talking about. Much. I'm not talking about this particular incident isolated, but just as kids growing up, we were allowed to play competitive soccer, and there was certainly That's a degree of separation for. I'm between CYC soccer and kids that were playing select clubs at AB. And, and, and so, but at least there was that place for kids to still get a very fundamental understanding uh, of the game, not just soccer, baseball. I mean, anymore, if you want your kid to, be a, to really compete and have a chance to play high school ball somewhere, uh, you know, potentially get their college paid for, the investment as a parent now 
that you have to make in your children playing sports, not just in, in, in money, but in time, is oh, yeah. unbelievable. And it's 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 frustrating to a degree, man. Like some of my uh, – I think some of my – the best parts of my upbringing are centered around sports, and and whatever discipline I do have is pretty much owed directly to sports and just having to be a part of a team. And there, I think nowadays there are so many kids that are just priced out of that because if you're not paying to play select ball, you are you're you're, you're playing like on a park league. Yeah. There's no winners. They don't keep score. Every kid's got to have a chance. Oh, they don't there's really 18, do that here. There's 18 kids. The kids I feel like though at Gallagher because you kind of. Uh, would you say, like, as they get up 12, 13 years old, there's starting to be some players out there? There's starting Gallagher to be some, some stuff. has some steeds out there. But there's steeds everywhere. Like, it's a whole different world of soccer than I brought up. Because right now I feel like it's almost a fraternity mentality where you had that, I'm paying for friends. You know what I mean? Like, it's not really like yeah, that. Yeah. This is more I'm paying for the connections through Scott Gallagher. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of dirty paying, feeling. It, it is. Because I'm paying for what me and my friends did. Like when we went to a park and played soccer with no direction, just, just figuring it out, yep. that's all Gallagher has done for us. They're like, here's a, here's a safe space, parents, for your kids to run around and kick some soccer balls out here. And it's like, uh, you think okay. You feel like it's like common core soccer? We're like I'm they're, a common they're, core guy. They're, they're, so that's what I'm not. saying, though. Do you think that because it's not like a, quite as regimented, and I do feel like in sports you really kind of need to get that regimen down before you start getting out there with your strat- strategic thought? Uh but do you feel like maybe it's a way for them to they're, – they're building those building blocks that make it all make sense a little bit later the on? The idea is great. Get them out there, short side or small-sided games, four-on-four, five-on-five, six-on-six, seven-on-seven. That's how you get more touches. That's how you become a better player. Yep. I'm, I'm all in. But with one guy out there and last oh, week – The last week. <laughs> last week, that guy wanted nothing to do. He wanted nothing to do with being a coach. He's yeah, just like, that hard. guy is out that's there. I'm hard. like, oh, he, I, I, and I felt for him. I was like, I wouldn't want no part of this either. And we got to take into consideration that everybody has off days, no matter sure, what their job for sure. is. And this guy know? learned all the kids' names, got in there. Tough. Um, yeah, yeah, he learned them in five minutes because he won't be their coach again next week. Maybe. I don't know, but we had a different one this week. Right. We had, he's the coach, referee, coach for both teams. Oh, so that's tough. When there's opportunities that I see, like, kid, you never play a ball back. When, when you got two guys in the middle and you're on a wing and you're going to play it back to your center mid- back or center midfielder, you can't put a ball there. Right. Because if one of those guys gets it, it's off to the races. Yep. And their team must have done it. 20 times, and I'm like, buddy, you got to get it through to these kids that they cannot be playing balls through the middle of their own defense. You just can't. Got to swing it out wide. And some of the kids get it. Like, what, far post. If you're, if I'm coming down the right side and I'm on the right side, that ball's got to go to far post. I'm not hitting one no, near no. post unless I'm putting it in the net. Right. If my ball doesn't go far post, then get out of here, kid. Like, I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> Put the ball far post. I agree. And then these kids are like, oh, I'm just shooting a goal. And the kid, coach is like, oh, I'm watching something else going on over here. There's a six-year-old girl getting blasted in the face with a soccer ball over here. <laughs> are the coaches just like dudes in jeans and dad shoes? No, they they're all got the real. Cool, they're a Deodora. They, they, they don't the actually, cool, tight, ankled pants and the longer coats that all the soccer guys wear. You got to have <laughs> soccer guy out there. I got my kill me shoes. Oh, you never heard of kill me? I guess you don't play soccer then, fella. Umbro? Lotto? So the extent of their coaching is probably just him, like, cheering on individual kids. Like, that's good, Brandon. That's good. That's good, Brandon. Brandon? Brandon? I don't know. know. I'm just Billy? Brandon? 
Here we go, Scott. That's yeah. Steven. Britain. Steven. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, there are some weird kid names out there. But, I mean, my oh, yeah, son's having crazy a great... the names. Yeah, my son's having a great time. Oliver's making friends. That's huge. Yeah, he's not really. He's, he's putting a foot on the ball. Yeah, he's, he's, and he's getting fun. better. He's, and yeah. he sees his dad on the sidelines. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah! Anytime you want to work in the Hoover, Steve, yeah, that's perfect. That's great, dude. So you got a little fired up about that. Let me give you uh, an uplifting moment in my week. Uh, you'll remember probably a month or so ago, I had a rough week. I got tagged going like 15 over, like in front of a sign that said 45, like apparently I was in a 30, but I could like reach out and touch the sign that said 45. Yeah, I got it in Peevely. So I got a a speeding ticket and that was, you know, I got a lawyer and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. That's a bummer. Well, like a few days later, I wake up late to take Trevor to to school. This is by your house. Run a little. By my house, it's on my street, it's on my street. We got to get. We, we are we are four minute drive to his school. We're running that late, and I'm like, oh, you know. So I cruise down. I bet you very, I get there too. Very foggy day, and I'm not even going to get crazy about it. It's a very small little private school. Like it's easy to, you know, whatever. Tardiness is not the worst deal, but you know, let's be punctual. Let's be. Let's not be that family. Let's not be the dad that's hair is all the over allergens. the place in your in your pajama pants. Uh, you know, let's let's not be that dad that just doesn't have it together. Um, so I'm I'm cruising. I happen to think that I came to a complete stop. The officer that was uh, 40 yards away from the end of my street did not think that I did, and he was really concerned that I was rolling out uh, in the really foggy day. It'd be hard to see me on a street that is 25 miles an hour. There was nobody coming. Um, I'm pretty sure I stopped. Whatever. He said I didn't. He writes me a ticket. This was a couple months ago or a month ago. So, All right. Last the guy writes uh, what looks to be 5-8 for my court date. Well, the 5 was actually a 3, and this guy wrote it with his foot, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It looked like a 5. So I did not show up to my court, my original court date. I get a letter. Here's your ticket. Yes. Yes. Hands he, has with no his, He's, he, he took his arms. boot off, clenched it with his toes, and handed me my ticket just to, get put, out a little, of here. Just to put a little sauce on it. And so he's that, your local police department proudly hires disabled. So I miss my court date. Arms. I get a letter that says I failed to appear and I need to appear in person now. Dog the bounty hunters like, I'm hey brother, there. you need to get right with Christ and go to court. I think Hillsboro. I think Hillsboro has one night a Jonesenboro? week. Hillsboro has one night a week where they where municipal court is in session. Okay, ladies' night. So too. this room is ladies packed get in free with everybody over the course of the week. The entire Hillsboro area that has any kind of misdemeanor municipal charge against them, we're all going at the same time. And I just want to give a shout out. And it's a veritable who's who of Hillsboro. <laughs> it is. A, it is. It is a bit. Uh, Odd. How per come se? I feel like the courtroom is the same people every just, day? Let's just I've say got tomorrow and then Friday and then next let's week. Let's just say so it, we can ride together. Let's just say it has me a little bum fuzzled how many people in that room knew each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're here? Like, yeah, man, it was over fifty bucks, you know, like and you're like, oh so everybody's in there. Nobody wants to be in Muni Court. We're sitting there, and I just want to give a shout out because as much as I complain about uh, you know, law enforcement or, you know, our liberties being trampled. Um, and I, I give judges a hard time and lawyers a hard time and legislators a hard time. This judge in Hillsborough is awesome. I voted for him in the last election. I didn't tell him that. Uh, I didn't want to sway his decision. I wanted him to rule just, with, the, bl- with just the blind, eye of, with the like blind eye of justice. Yeah, right. You had his campaign I did. shirt. I, I printed him for him. 
I got a picture of him on it. <laughs> and uh, I just want to say that everybody, and I'm looking at this room and I'm like, my file is firmly in the middle of the pack of 90 people who each have to go up in front of this judge one at a time. They're trying to get through it as quick as they can. I go, I'm like, in my nice woven button-up shirt and slacks, I'm like, I'm going to show up to the 630 court. I'm not going to be that guy who's like bummed out, unshaven. <laughs> you know, I walk in there. And I definitely stand out around around the crowd. I'm like, yes, I'm in good shape, clean cut, good to go. Saw a little kid, or not a little kid, he's you know a teenage kid. He's like going to airline there's school, seven year old. Yeah, he's like, like so what are you in here for? Like, still stuck a dude with a shiv. Uh, <laughs> this judge came out, and we've talked about this on the show many a time. Sometimes a traffic ticket man can throw your whole mm. your whole everything on tilt. And and you know uh, you think about people lower income people that get these. I mean it can Me. it can railroad railroad your finances and really put you in a in a in a tough mind. And this dude came out and it didn't matter who it was up there. There was a a lot of it was traffic stuff, but a lot of just small little petty misdemeanor stuff. This guy was so kind. This judge was so kind. Colby Smith Hines, Judge Colby Smith Hines. What's up, Your Honor? Uh, he was great, man. And he was sitting there, and he was really. He was really uh, just everybody he wanted to make it a point. He's like, hey, I don't want to make your life any harder than it is. So you're going to come back here next month with that proof of insurance. They talk to you like you're seven. And your ID. You're going to wash before you And when you you do that, I'm not put in a position to have to be a bad guy. Do you follow? Yes, your honor. Like, and this is the approach he took with everybody. He's like, hey. This sucks. It sucks getting a little get getting the slap Whoa, on the wrist. Wait, what day of the week was it? This was yesterday. Okay, so yeah, you're towards the end of the week. He's like, you know, I've seen, I've done this. No, before. that's what I was saying though. Hillsboro just does all of their like muni thing one day a week. Oh, so everybody that's got like the room is packed. He's probably starving. He needs a cigarette. He's like, what do you? No doors. He was. I just. I don't even know if that's illegal. Get out of here. He came from a really kind place. They're uh, going viral. Uh, you know, months ago, maybe a year ago. There's kind of an yeah. older judge up Love east, and he's like dismissing stuff. When yeah. I, I got so much of that feel where this guy's like, "Hey, I live in this community. I know your dad. Like, you can tell that that bond is there, and that's something kind of cool about a small town. Like, yeah. get it together, guy. Like, we don't want you to be in trouble yeah, any more than church, you want to be idiot. in trouble. Like, what you, are you I just I, I went up and I was like, Your Honor, I I thought I was supposed to be here next month. And they're and like, Kohler, like, haven't seen you at church. Yeah, he goes hmm. <laughs> Catholic? <laughs> uh not anymore, <laughs> sir. Oh. I, I don't, I, oh. Uh what do you do for faith? <laughs> well I put it all in what your hands, sir. What do you do I about I put it God? all in your I have faith in you, sir, that faith you're gonna the US do the right sir. thing. <laughs> Which Jesus do you like? So shout out to uh the honorable Colby Smith Hines. He's a he's a uh, uh, the kind of guy that I want in my Let's community. Let's save this audio and even show him file properties. Yeah, exactly. One day, I'm like, hey, this is what Craig had to say. Like, start verbally next month him. when you have to go back. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully he doesn't catch this before I have to reappear uh, in court. No, I went. I said, hey, I, you know, I gave this information to my lawyer. I just wanted to try and get it moved to a non-moving violation. Can't afford the points. You know, let's. Can I take a class or something? He's like, why don't we come back on May 8th or May 9th is actually when it was. My birthday's May 8th. And he's like, uh, you know, we'll get this whole thing figured out. And I'm like, oh, weight of the world off my shoulders. Weight of the world off my shoulders. <laughs> that was like the exact opposite. <laughs> and he's going to jail. I love, I love trombones. No, uh, if, I was, if I was a judge, you know I do? I'd have one day that year where I walk in and go, 
dismissed everybody. I'd just walk out and I'd change what day every drinks on me. <laughs> Maybe even once a month. Uh, Your Honor, I uh, actually, I murdered a I'm, guy. I'm, I'm being tested every day. I don't to make think sure there's no alcohol court. in my system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get out of here. Why are you in traffic court? Oh, I ran him over. <laughs> I had an interesting experience in the Jefferson County courthouse. Um, different experience with the judge down there. This is a while back. Um, I did some dumb things. Jefferson County. Same place. I hope you're different experiences. Less what, what, than four minutes. Was that in Hillsborough? Yeah, that's where the seat okay, of Jefferson County Okay, so I was yeah. there. We, yeah. Yes, we had to go to Hillsborough. That's so yeah. funny. Yes, now that it's all coming back to me. bike together. But there was a pregnant gal there with a full-on shiner. Mm. Great shiner in her face, and she was there for court, and I'm like... Tell me she was smoking outside. Oh, man. And drinking Mountain Dew. Oh, she had a Mountain Dew. She I, brought a Mountain Dew. That's <laughs> one of the things. And Probably. With, with no judgment being passed, I'm looking... I'm panning across yeah. this room, and and overhearing what some of these charges are brought... And, like, there's just petty stuff that's hanging out from 2013, yeah, 14, yeah. and they're like, I, you didn't register a car or something. They're like, just... He's like, dude, get it off your plate. What are you... Like, mm. I don't want to see you again. Why... Do you want to see me? I don't want to see you. Our again. system's screwed. No one wants to do it. No one. The cops don't want to write the tickets. We don't want to get the tickets. Judges don't want to go through the whole hassle. No one wants to do it. Yet we continue to play this stupid game where we police people for money, and it's a joke. I don't know. Like, get them. When are we going to have robots do all of these jobs for us? Okay. I think like, robots will be no. They won't the screw worst up law enforcement. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying drive our cars. Like take out of all these. Responsibility. Driving my car. I love driving my car, but there'll be a time and a place for it, Seth, okay? And out here on the roads isn't it for you, okay? I don't know where else I would drive the car. I have a Santa Fe. I hope <laughs> I hope my kids never have to drive a car. You know what, Steve? That's interesting. Just to piggyback off uh, what you're ranting about right now, I, I just want everybody to think about this. Process this for a second. A cop on a motorcycle can pull you over and give you a seatbelt ticket. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Dude, there were bike cops, you know, in the there's neighborhoods. Seat belt, there's real quick. There's seatbelt laws in, in states that don't that have a no helmet law. Like you can go 55, 60 on the highway on a motorcycle, no helmet. I'm going to a residential area. I have to be strapped to a chair. Yeah, you need to be strapped I, to a chair I, yeah. for more reasons than just. Or I owe belt. fifty bucks. Just yeah, I'll be fifty. But yeah, that's it. Know, just how do you creates put a price on that. It creates terrible relations between. Us and them. And then Us they don't that's, them. Well, I think that's the, one of the things that was really highlighted for me last night. And I, I kind of knew this before, but I had an appreciation for it last night. It's one of the reasons why people that work uh, in police forces and law enforcement should live in the neighborhood that they're policing. There's, it, would, it would add nice. to so much um, – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, discretion as far as how you communicate with your neighbor. It would de-escalate so many situations if it's a familiar face, familiar with the territory, familiar with the stories around It'd the smaller be town. An Andy Griffith everywhere. Well, and I, I think that that's a perfect on, idea. Bob, I know go. that they have some. You're, you're you know, drunk. I know, like uh, a city Bobby cop did, for the longest he time. Did bath salts again. For the longest time, city <laughs> cops had to had to live in the city. I don't. I think they they yeah, got to move out to the that, county, yeah. but. I think maybe firefighters until just recently, they had city firefighters had to live in the city, you know, so I can appreciate all of that. But there when, when you for firefighters, when it though, comes to I, I think it's just it was it was a part of like a you know union agreement or whatever, where you go, you're going to be a, a St. Louis city employee. You got to live in the city. Oh, OK. All right. I mean, but but regardless, there's something to that where, you know, when you're an actual when you're a part of that community, 
um, you hold it a little bit more dear. It becomes right. a little bit more of a, a passion project for you. And I think it just de-escalates a lot of the violent interaction between officers and local kids if they know who lives where, whose parents are whose. It's a lot easier. The, the, the accountability game is a lot easier when it's, when it's your home turf that you're protecting. No doubt. No, you're, de- you're, you're right on with that. And they, they talk about uh, community policing in St. Louis. And I think being a cop in St. Louis is probably one of the hardest things a person can do or be. <laughs> and, and one of the most noble if you're in it for the right reasons. And I sure. think all, all of them probably are. I don't think many of them are like, hey, I'm getting in there to really wreck someone's world, baby. Maybe, totally. Maybe you get a few. There's definitely those. Oh, there's bad apples. Yeah, bullies no from doubt. high school. They're like, I miss. You've seen Harold on Kumar where he gives the whole speech oh, to yeah. the cop's face. It's like, yes. you know, how can I still F with those guys? Oh, I'll become a cop. Yeah. yeah uh, there's no doubt. There's guys like Yeah, that but sure. I think they're, they're, a, strong, they're a strong Q minority and they there is a spotlight that's put oh, yeah. on them every opportunity and it builds division well, within the community. I, because that's more interesting news and, hey, did you hear 97% of the police force are good guys? No, we yeah. Yeah, okay, 99 probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. And, and it makes a divide between city cops and county cops, at least from no my doubt. own personal experience. No doubt. Hearing city cops and county cops even, like, kind of talk about the other ones when they're not there, it's kind of like this give them a razz. But also, you know that city cops are like, <laughs> oh, that's cute. You're a cop in Kirkwood. Did yeah. you catch some teens drinking? Yeah, some old guy trying to, you know, buy beer. For Somebody some littered teens. in Webster Groves. Are yeah, you serious? Yeah, teens were kissing at a park. Whoa. You know what I mean? He's like, you should have seen the, the triple homicide. He I watched a child walk through burning. a Claymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. He had a fire in his yard yeah. without yeah. a permit. But I, We talk about PTSD with veterans and guys that have oh, been yeah. in, you, you've been in combat, Seth. Trying not to think about it, Craig. I know. I, <laughs> Bring it up. I, I know. I'm never going to let you live it <laughs> Live down. radio. Never going to let you hey, live Hey, can you play down. some helicopter noises and bomb <laughs> sounds? <laughs> Me? <laughs> but, I, I mean, for, for uh, you know, cops in rougher neighborhoods, I think that there are neighborhoods in St. Louis that even the cops are like, nope. Oh, 100%. Nope. Scotty Smith, I was driving you my bicycle. You don't go there. And uh, neither do we. I was riding riding a bicycle and through where, where north did of you have sleep Stowe, I just kept going north, and so I went slew and then drove through Harris Stowe's campus and then just started heading north. Like go over into Midtown. Like I don't even really know where I was. And Scotty Smith, little angel, skirt him. What are you doing? What are you doing? Riding your bike around here? I'm like, oh no, he's checking out the area. No people in class. Flew. And he's like, get out of here, moron. Turn around. I'm going to escort you out of here. Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper now! Ouch. <laughs> Who made all these new ones? These are great. I think he's just searching them online. That's that's what happens when you have a dedicated board op. I want to say one more thing that I think is one of the dumbest things that has happened to us as a society and that's police. the whole uh, the whole country is anytime there's a case of police brutality and it's like, who was wrong, the suspect or the cop, it's now political affiliation oh, somehow buddy, has buddy. decided oh i'm a liberal that guy was right no i'm a conservative oh, buddy. blue lives matter it's like can people like just buddy. look at this each mm. a case-by-case basis and they just can't. let go of that oh. it's called programming uh, they've been programmed to no doubt i mean it's the same it's the same way the narratives get get switched around when there's a horrific shootings or something like that it's always blame the tool Blame the societal yeah, norm. Blame that tool that shot you know, Blame everybody. the societal norm. Blame, uh, you know, blame whatever. I mean, th- th- there's always a narrative attached to it, and very seldom is it. 
Hey, blame the jackass that that did this. How about that? The guy was he was loony. He was loony. I don't know why they don't just make it illegal to shoot people. I mean, especially in gun-free zones. I, we're all it's the tough, man. It's, Listen, it's we tough. can't be left alone to make decisions for ourselves as humans. Okay, That's pretty guys? much what they're saying. I, I can't mean, do it. If you think the war on drugs put more drugs in the street, which is true, how are the liberals with that same logic going to say if you try to confiscate guns and make guns illegal? It's not going to. The war on guns would be a would no be doubt. mayhem. No doubt. Mayhem. And well, this, we can three happy pro- guys. We have three D printers. We have 3D printers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Those are fun to blow up. And guess what? And- there was this little thing. Do we need to jump to a quick break? Before yeah, we, yeah, before we, we can come back with Julian Assange. When we come back to this, we'll talk about how this little thing called the Patriot Act changed so many of our lives. Whether we know it or not, the society that we participate in is one that is constantly being surveilled. We'll talk about that. And a guy that was eh, just going to put a little magnifying glass over it for us. He got in a little bit of trouble. Let's jump to break. This is Hoosier's Fiskin on WGNU 920 AM. We will see you on the other side. You can get an insurance quote anywhere. What people are really looking for is someone to help manage the risk of everyday life. And that's exactly what James Carlton State Farm does. He's also dangerously handsome. He has the dreamiest eyes. James Carlton has the best customer service in the game. You'll never get a voicemail, and you'll always get a great back rub. He has the softest hands. A strong sense of community is important to who he is as an agent. From local school sponsorships to sandbagging during floods, it's paramount to be a part of the community. We love the cut of his jet. Guys, call 314-961-4800. Find him online at carltoninsurance.net. We Say word, last February we held our first Hoosier Tattoo Day at Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove, and I gotta tell you, a lot of really sweet art happened on that day. Everyone who showed up left very happy with their new tattoo. The artists did everything they could to ensure everything, from the drawing to the application itself, was perfected and exceeded the expectations of each individual client. We packed the house, and the artist remained cool as a cucumber the whole time. If you got the itch to get inked, visit Tower Classic Tattooing located at 4146 Manchester in the Grove. Check out their artist profiles at towerclassic.com. Hey there, Crager. Well, hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Man, I've been pretty good. That's good. Hey, you heard anything about them newfangled hemp oils they got now? I just don't know where to find a good one. Well, I find the best full-spectrum hemp oil from MoMedCanCo.com. Well, I get it from MoMedCanCo.com. Is it expensive? It don't cost two kittens' whiskers. And if you enter HOSO in the promo box, you're going to get yourself 15% off. Buddy, it sounds like we're squatting tall cotton. Darn right we are. Where can I find them? You can find them online, momedcanco.com, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Lifetime. Yeah. 
for all of St. Louis. We are WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. A person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thoughts. So, he loses touch with reality and lives in a world of illusion. Welcome back, St. Louis. Let's get your mind right with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU. I'm not saying that thinking is bad. Like everything else, it's useful in moderation. And all so-called civilized peoples have increasingly become crazy and self-destructive. Through excessive thinking, they have lost touch with reality. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU 920 AM. Welcome back. You know what? Looking good, Mr. Cutter. We've got a couple of great sponsors that put everything on here. James Carlton State Farm, carltoninsurance.net. I love that guy. If you've got a young driver, I'm serious. Do yourself a favor. Give him a shout. 314-961-4800. They are super competitive on 18 to 24-year-old drivers. They've got a program to make sure that your kids are safe driving the car and their insurance is going to be lower. Check them out. Super competitive. They also work great with our second-hour sponsor, Lifetime Roofing. Roof, roof. Caught you. Steve was Steve. Steve was knees deep in the in the hockey game. I got a, I got a message to all you our fans from Winnipeg. Don't don't entertain yourselves with this. Okay, all of Winnipeg can eat one, can eat a fat one. Oh gosh. Okay. Graphic. A little graphic. I want to tell you a little story, guys. In 1991, he broke in to the master terminal for Nortel, a telecommunications company, and it got him in a lot of trouble. Charged with more than 30 counts of hacking in Australia, he got off the hook with only a fine and damages. He continued to pursue a career as a computer programmer and software developer. An intelligent mind, he studied mathematics at the University of Melbourne. He dropped out without finishing his degree, later claiming that he left the university for moral reasons. Assange objected to other students working on computer projects for the military. In 2006, Assange began work on WikiLeaks, a website intended to collect and share confidential information on an international scale. The site officially launched in 07, and it was run out of Sweden at the time because of the country's strong laws protecting a person's anonymity. Sweden? Later that year, WikiLeaks released a U.S. military manual that provided detailed information on the Guantanamo Detention Center. WikiLeaks also shared emails from then-Vice Presidential Candidate Sarah Palin that it received from an anonymous source in 2008. You'll remember uh, in 2016, uh, Julian Assange and WikiLeaks uh, also released a lot of emails uh, from the Clinton campaign. 
Uh, according to a New York Times article, Assange came to the Ecuadorian embassy in London in 2012, seeking to avoid extradition to Sweden. That August, Assange was granted political asylum by the Ecuadorian government, which, according to the Times, protects Mr. Assange from British arrest, not only on Ecuadorian territory, leaving him vulnerable if he tries to leave the embassy to head to an airport or train station. So he's been holed up at he the Ecuadorian like embassy. Bin Laden. Uh, if we would actually in February that. of 16, a United Nations panel determined that Assange had been arbitrarily detained and recommended his release and compensation for deprivation of liberty. However, both the Swedish and British governments rejected those findings as non-binding and reiterated Assange would be arrested if he left the Ecuadorian embassy. He didn't even have to leave to get arrested. Assange was granted Ecuadorian citizenship in 2017, but his relationship with his adopted country soon soured. In March of 18, the government cut off his Internet access on the grounds that his actions endangered the good relations that the country maintains with the United Kingdom, with the rest of the states of the European Union, and other nations. In 2016, he returned to the headlines. During the presidential race, was narrowing t- to two main candidates, Democrat Hillary Clinton and Republican Donald Trump. In early July, WikiLeaks released more than 1,200 emails from Clinton's campaign during her tenure as Secretary of State. Excuse me. Later in the month, WikiLeaks released an additional round of emails from the DNC that indicated an effort to undermine Clinton's primary opponent, Bernie Sanders, leading to the resignation of DNC chairperson Debbie Washman Schultz. Uh, unveiled 2,000 more in October. Campaign chair John Podesta, which included experts, excerpts from speeches to Wall Street banks. By this point, U.S. government officials had gone public with the belief Russian agents had hacked into DNC servers and supplied the emails to WikiLeaks, though Assange repeatedly insisted that was not the case. Fast forward to just the other day, our friend Julian Assange, April 2019, after Ecuador announced the withdrawal of Assange's asylum, the WikiLeaks founder was arrested at the London embassy. Shortly afterward, it was announced U.S. authorities had charged Assange with conspiring with former Army intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning to break into a classified government computer at the Pentagon. Where you guys at on it? Where you at on Julian Assange? Uh, I like him. From what I know, <laughs> that's all I can um, say. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of getting all that information out there. I know the big deal was, you know, hey, he's releasing all of uh, these government secrets, man, and, and we're not as citizens to keep us safe. You don't need to know all of our secrets because we don't want the bad guys getting our secrets, and Julian's going to let the bad guys get our secrets too. But uh, I'm, I started the documentary Risk. Okay. Um, which is about Julia Assange. He just lets a camera person follow him around. And with the Hillary stuff, he's calling. He, when he hears that the the emails are going to be leaked from Hillary, from the, the WikiLeaks, that it's going to be released somewhere else, that he knows. he's He's got his pulse, you know, his thumb on the pulse. He's like, I need to talk to Hillary. He has his person call and says, I need to talk to Hillary right now. This is an emergency. And it's not it's not our emergency. It's your emergency. I'm just letting you know right now. And you can tell what a calculated killer this dude is when it comes to, like, scheming this stuff out. And he he went to, like, 36 different schools when he was a kid. So he feels very comfortable kind of on the run. Yeah. moving. Okay. going from place to place. That's what I – when I just watching the first 20 minutes of it, I was like, oh – no wonder the dude was built for this kind Conspiracy of charges are so arbitrary to me. What is it exactly that he's done that's against the law? He hosts a website where somebody doesn't gave that, him information? Doesn't that strongly insinuate guilt? 
I, I would think so. <laughs> I'm talking about on the party, like the just, people, yeah. like, say Hillary Clinton, for, exa- for That's example. That's the yeah. thing. Why? Why? Why do you? Care why are you a, forcing me to look in that direction when the emails and these documents show egregious? Ignore the man overstepping the of our civil liberties <laughs> yeah. at all times. And and you want to talk about conspiracy? Conspiracy to undermine democracy all over the place. Literally, the Democratic nomination in 2016 was literally shown to be stolen. From Bernie Sanders. I mean, literally. And distributed evenly. <laughs> Isn't that strange? <laughs> <laughs> well played. Talk about feel the burn. Uh, I just, uh, but I, I feel like we should hold our whistleblowers in high regard. Now, I'm, I, I, I go a different direction on Chelsea Manning. Yeah. Because Chelsea Manning was employed several, by the armed forces. She, she or he or whatever. It, it, I put, think she is. Bradley Manning. It, it uh, wasn't form, just formerly Bradley Manning, yeah. And uh, she, you know, she violated OPSEC, which is short for Operation Security. You s- take an oath. You it's a totally a different deal. And she put military operations and lives of those military men and women in serious trouble. Where, like Julian Assange and other whistleblowers, you know, I don't think they're in the game to share military secrets from one country to another. Like, hey, watch this; they're gonna blow. You know, he's very much. So that's actually uh, that. Now that you say that, that's actually why he's being extradited to the United States. They are charging him, uh, basically, with uh, let's see. UK will decide whether to extradite Assange in response to allegations by the Department for Justice that he conspired with former U.S. intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning to download classified databases. I believe I'm Chelsea say Manning. Witch hunt. I believe that Chelsea Manning just chose to go back to prison. Uh, instead of uh, testifying or go, to go back inside. So uh, it's very interesting, man. I hold yeah, whistleblowers in high regard because we do live in a world of constant surveillance. My son was asking me to hang uh, a tire from the tree, make a little tire swing. And I was like, buddy, I'll totally do that for you. I just but, need a tire well, and a rope. <laughs> oh, I've, got, I've got tires for days. I live in Jefferson County. Uh, but, <laughs> and I've got a, cu- I've got a couple of ropes, but these ropes I don't really trust to make a tire swing. I was like, I want to get one of those little uh, steel cables okay. that'll wrap around. You know, got a little. It ain't going nowhere. Guess what? I open up Facebook to go to the sophisticated Hoosiers page, see what's oh. going on. And in my suggested items is a steel cable. I haven't talked about these things ever in my life except for whatever. An hour ago to my kid, oh, buddy, I just want to get a, a little bit better cable to hang that tire from. I go to go to the Sophisticated Hoosiers page on Facebook, on my app, and it's like, oh, you should uh, – Facebook Marketplace, there's a thing you can buy directly online. Jesus. Amazon link, something like – dude, it was – well, God, speaking of Amazon, how about that story that came out where the Amazon employees just sit around having a laugh about what people are asking their On Alexas. the Alexa? Unbelievable. I, I, I do have something for your tire swing idea. I just thought of get some of that test line, that, that deep sea strong stuff okay. that people catch like marlins with and use that. And from a distance, it'll look like the kid's just floating on Ooh, I like that. That's a great <laughs> idea. That is a good idea. I like People that. are like, am I tripping? They got seventy pound test on this baby. We got a we got a little bit of time left. <laughs> they do we got a lot it. to talk about. Yeah. All right, Steve. You and I had a, another great experience today. God, I love it. We keep ooh, we keep having making them. more and more connections within this cannabis industry. I didn't even know you guys were doing that. I'm just on Facebook Live at the gym. I'm like, oh, hey, Stephen Craig. Burgeoning industry. You actually you have a ticket there with yeah. your name on it, guy. Did I? Yeah. You still? I do. thought about you're you're printed in the program. You're a big deal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Some, do I have, like, valet parking? Is there... uh, no, actually, we parked at a, a neighboring hotel. 
It's funny. We just let, pay. yeah. We found some homeless dude and just mo- mocked him up and had Seth Gabriel's name tag around yep. him all day. They didn't know. Like, you're, you're never on camera. Like Happy Gilmore's caddy walking around that place. I was telling everybody in the first hour, um, <laughs> it was an opportunity to network with a lot of people that we haven't had a chance to network with yet. People yeah. from cent- Middle Missouri, a lot of Columbia presence yeah. there. Uh, Kansas City came out strong. There were some people from Springfield down in the Ozarks. There, it was. Uh, it was a good time, and their speaker rotation is. Um, no, it's very interesting little speaker rotation. Oh. They've got like two two blues, two 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 blues, two two blues, three. Two, two blues. <laughs> they've, they've got typically at, at any point going on through the day, they've got three different kinds of talks going on. You want to you want to go to a business talk, you want to go to a grow talk, you want to go to a, a legislative talk, or, or what's going on with DHSS. It was segmented up so you could kind of take in what you wanted. They had like, man, they had like thirty five speakers. It was unbelievable. And I'm gonna make a forty plea. speakers. I'm gonna make a plea to the people that I don't usually make a plea to. We always talk about people who want to get in the industry. Maybe you have you, – you want – you're not a patient and you don't want to get into the industry. I'm going to tell you these places are just filled with positive, ambitious no doubt. people. No doubt. A lot of love in the room. Uh, you don't feel any of that uh, stuffy, uh, you know <sighs> – Energy that that kind of comes along with a lot of uh, networking conferences, you know, all stuffy kind of suits. Yeah. There's people that are well dressed in there. They're oh, ready. Yeah. They're ready to take this world by the horns, and it's inspiring. Um, but for the most part, everybody's pretty jovial. We're like, we got, we're, we're almost there, guys. Yeah. We've come this far. It's really awesome. It was a great. Con- it is a great conference. Yeah. It's going on tomorrow. You can yeah. still go out there tomorrow. Uh, Crown Plaza Hotel. Yeah. Um, beautiful, beautiful place. Beautiful little beautiful place. place. Nice little setup. Um, there's all kinds of people. With their wares, uh, handing out CBD treats and whatnot, it's it's a really cool, seeing, cool little deal. Seeing the passion of everybody there, like just being around, being surrounded by passionate people on a daily basis, is just it's been life changing. I know for me, sure. I know me and you getting to hang sure. around with all these new people, our old friends are tr- 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 trash. Just throw them in the trash. Our old friends are out. New friends in. New cool friends are in. New cool friends. You guys are in. But no, just getting to see. People from all around the state yeah. come in and just asking questions yeah. and getting answers. Yep. And then, oh, you, uh, I have a magazine. I-, I need some video. Oh, we do video. We don't have know nothing about magazines. Okay, great. well, cool. We'll get we'll get in there. Old Georgie Nolan was there today. Great dude. The the uh, Ma Oil people. Shout out to them. I know I they're going to be Asa. Soon. Asa Oil soon. I mean, we love Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. They're great people over there. Um, just. Uh, Peacemaker Defense Group. We saw those guys yeah, again. Yeah. Awesome. If you haven't seen the dog attack video, the the highest trained dog. How do you say it? The the most well trained dog. No doubt. no doubt. In the history of dogs I've ever seen. Really, in yeah. my entire life. And I've seen I've a lot seen, of dogs. I've seen a poodle stand on its hind legs on a beach ball. So don't give me that. He might have been able to do it and shooting a <laughs> that Belgian, rifle. Yeah, that Belgian Malinois might yeah. be able to do that. Yeah, it wasn't amazing. So just if, if you get a chance to go out there tomorrow and just just check out, you know, dip a toe in. Just maybe you're you're, oh, man. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. You know, I think you know when we're eighteen, it's like figure out something to do. Go to college and just get man, a degree and then figure it out. And then you get out. You get out and you're like, I still don't really know what I want to do. I remember asking my dad when he was like forty, you know, and I'd be like, What do you want to be when you grow up? And he'd be like, I don't know, man. You know, like we always had this kind of joke sure. about that. I feel like there's a lot of that going on there. Maybe people who are in their thirties, forties, fifties in a different line of work who are like, forget that. I'm done. I'm done being that. 
Yeah. Now I'm going to get into this industry and I'm going to get into the hemp. I'm going to get into Craig brings up shelving and plastics all the time. Like there's room for everybody, for everybody there. So just and check it out. Build outs. I mean, if you're if yeah. you're a contractor, if you're a carpenter by trade, there's going to be a smorgasbord of work that is that is coming to you soon. As soon as these licenses start being granted, you better make the relationships now. Because yeah. people aren't waiting on you to decide whether or not you're in. No doubt. Get in. Find where you fit in. Do your thing. It's 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 out there. It's abundant. If you're not getting into the industry but you're a potential patient or know someone that you care about and you want to get – the best thing you can do for the cannabis movement is to become as edu- well-educated on the subject as possible so that when you find naysayers, you can give them a compelling reason to see your point of view. And so – there are there's a slew of events. If you're in Kansas City, there's an event coming up. It's a free event by normal on April 27th at the 10 spot. Yeah. Go check it out. Free event. There's a free event here in St. Louis on 420. It's at VFW 33944. It's the biggest VFW Midland. in the state, Midland right Boulevard. off Midland Boulevard. Uh, it's a free event. Project 422 is putting it on. Okay. It's going to be five hard-hitting hours of endocannabinoid system. Lyndall Fraker from DHSS is going to be there. Our buddy Chris Haney, Pitbull shirt himself, is yeah. going to give a talk about cannabis and fitness. And what we can do about suicide prevention, our friend Tiffany Jones, uh, St. Louis Naturopathic Clinic, she's going to be awesome. there to talk about the ECS. And our buddy George. And our buddy George Nolan from Mo Green's Wellness, uh, Amendment 2 uh, Consultants. The guy's awesome. He's he's an award winner. He's 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 been outside in markets that are legal, and he has a name. I love the dude. I love his energy. I love being around him. I, I'm following that dude into battle, yep. straight up. No doubt. He, his heart's in the right place. Yep. His brain's in the right place. Yep. He is a sharp dude. He's got it together, and he's cooler than the other side of the pillow. So shout out to our guy George Nolan, Michelle Sanchez. What's happening with yep. you? Uh, the way they carry themselves, it's it's this uh, maturity. And just underlying cool no that doubt. is a, a lot of these people that we've been through it, and I say that lightly as myself, just did the collective we. We've been fighting the battles for a while, me not as long as some of these people, and it's not about that really, but we're all fighting together, and even the people we're fighting against – it's not that type of fight anymore. It's almost a fight of understanding. So, you know, when Craig was saying educate yourself, how many people, how many people do you think, if they're anti-cannabis, would hear Jamie Kaz's uh, story about her dad or your story about your dad? And maybe they go, oh, wow, yeah, no, I thought people were just trying to get stoned, which maybe I even need to rethink why I feel why that the bothers need, me. why that bothers me, someone getting high Doing something to their own body that I'm like, tisk, tisk, tisk. Oh no. Oh no. What a night, Craig. What a day, Craig. Gotta get out of here, man. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again. We love, you You guys empower us. You show up here every Friday night. You contribute to the show. We talk about George, talk about Michelle. We talk about all these people. Lance Leno, thanks for having us out to the deal. Guests put on a, it's a bang up job. The MCIA has done a heck of a job uh, with this CanCon STL. Uh, the people that have come from all over to, um, to just share what they know and to make this whole thing work. Talking to Lonnie Kessler today, empowering all of these people. It's helping. It's a medicine. 
You guys help us get that word out. We grow this group. Sophisticated Hoosiers has become this unbelievable relationship, a caring family of people. We have people that, that are struggling with PTSD, with depression, with things like that, and it's a constantly a place where you can come to for love and understanding and just some good insight. We're all just trying to get to that place. We're all just trying to get a little cup of coffee at the restaurant at the end of the universe. That's all we're trying to do, baby. Uh, we love you guys so much for coming along. We want to thank our sponsors, MomedCanco.com. Enter Hoso at checkout. Capital H-O, capital S-O. You get 15% off everything site-wide. They have CBD peanut butter now. No. Yes. Release it today. <laughs> they have CBD vapor now. Yeah. Hemp honey. The vapor's great. Massage oil. All your needs. Massage Go to MomedCanco.com. Enter Hoso at checkout. Get 15% off. CarltonInsurance.net. 314-961-4800. Get yourself a quote. He's going to do you right. He's going to take care of you. Lifetime roofing. How's your house looking? Mm-hmm. How's the exterior work looking? You need a little roof done? You need a little siding done? Go Google them. Lifetime roofing and renovation. They make the second hour possible. Our guys, Tower Classic Tattooing. I, I, I got some compliments. I pulled out pulled out the old gun show today. Yeah, showed it. off twin. Steve was showing me off like a little show pony. <laughs> Tower Classic Tattooing made that possible. And Parlor STL on the Grove, we had a first Friday party last week, and we're going to have one next month. May 3rd. It's going to be the one-year anniversary party for Hoosier Sophisticate. Yeah. We've been doing this thing a year, boys. Oh, my God. It's been real, and it's been fun, and I think it's been real fun. Yeah, St. Louis, we love you. Hey, I, I want to say I love you guys, and you're going to hear me talking about this a lot lately, but I want to beat it into your heads. You help us facilitate this dream. We want to help you facilitate your dreams. Maybe you don't even know what your dreams are. You're awesome. You're good enough. We love you. Be well, St. Louis.